Welcome. This is episode 45, Oversupported. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I have a little bit of an update for you from me and my family. So for those of you new to the podcast, welcome. That's my third welcome, I think. Oh, I'm a fourth. <laughs> anyway, if you're new, I am doing a program with my two. I have two children. Well, I have three, but two of them, my two youngest, have intellectual disabilities or are developmentally delayed in several ways. My daughter has a genetic mutation that she developed. At what point, I'm not sure, but it greatly affects her physical coordination and balance and her muscle tone, as well as speaking and swallowing and and a bunch of other things. And then my youngest son, oh, my daughter's name, Elizabeth, and my youngest son, Jacob, he seems to exhibit autistic tendencies, has not yet been diagnosed at all, but along with these uh, developmental delays and other struggles that they have, um, I have been looking for something to do to create healing and progress for them. And I came across the REACH family program and we have started, well, my husband and I did an orientation. We started, are officially able to start, but we haven't yet started. It's been a week since we had our orientation and we should have started this week. However, we need a special piece of equipment called a crawl box. And so I actually spent this week building that crawl box and it took a lot longer than I thought. We actually recorded it and are going to start a YouTube channel here so that those of you who are interested in following Jacob and Elizabeth's and my story specifically, you can go to YouTube and you can find that there. Um, we're in the process of putting it all together. So when it's ready to launch, I'll let you know the name and you can follow us over there. So that's this week. So this next coming Monday, we're hoping we will actually start the mobility portion of our program and that uh, we'll start tracking it and doing it and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. So on to today. Today, we're going to talk about being over supported. Now, often families like ours that have children that have disabilities or special needs of some kind, we find ourselves often in the category of being under supported, not having the resources or the people that we need or getting the sleep or getting the breaks that we often need to maintain physical, mental, emotional health for us, for our families, and kind of together as a unit. And so what I want to talk about today is the idea of being over-supported. And this is an idea that I got listening to someone else's podcast, and I really, really liked it. So as I delved into it, here are some of the thoughts that I had and areas that I have discovered in my life where I'm lacking and areas where I'm actually doing a good job supporting myself and setting myself up for support. Because in our case, with our families, we don't just need support, but sometimes over support in order to function. So what do I mean by over supported? It means to hold up or bear the weight of something, to give assistance to something. So special needs families like ours often live being unsupported. And it's interesting because we actually live at a time when our type of families, our kids are getting more support than they ever have in the history of humanity, which I am grateful for. And at the same time, we can still see where we lack getting the support and the resources that we need. Um, I know that I know personally have family who could not get the support that their 
that her son needed because he didn't quite qualify, even though it was obvious that he needed those resources. They would not give, the state would not give it to them because he didn't quote unquote qualify or meet their policies. And so as these policies are developing and changing, we're, we're able to see more and more that we're getting what we need, but we need voices. If you have a feeling, an urge, a pull to do something in the realm of helping families that have special needs in your state or in the country get the support that they need, do it. You will be doing a great thing. And the more voices we have, the greater chance and probability we have of making a change. Okay. So that's my two cents there. You have a mission and you feel it, do it. We need you. Why do you want to be oversupported? Now, maybe this is like, why would you ask that question? Like, it's kind of a no brainer. But maybe it's not. So here are some of my thoughts on it. When I say oversupported, I mean having in place systems and people that will set you up for success and thriving. And this really takes place in the daily things, in the small daily things, right? So these systems or people, I mean, these systems, they can look like cleaning systems that you've set up in your home, the way that we clean, the way we pick up after each other, it can, especially if that's important to you, it can mean a regular exercise routine, regular journaling, regular date night, regular personal time, regular time out with your friends, um, someone to clean your house or someone to watch your child so you can clean your house or organize it, regular babysitting, regular play dates for your kids, ways to um, for your children, system set in place so that your children get the regular things that they need, getting outside, getting in the sun, getting the exercise they need, getting the therapy they need, systematizing all of that next to your daily things you need to do so that they, they get done in a way that is manageable and in a way that's actually fruitful for your child and for you. So you feel rejuvenated, right? Now, when I say these things, I can hear myself saying, which means I probably can hear you saying as well, but I can't do that. Like there's no one here to care for my child. No one will care for my child, or maybe they're not capable because they don't know how to do the medications or things, um, or you don't have the money or you don't have the time. And I just want to stop you right there. Stop for just a minute and give some airtime to the idea and the possibility that there is support for you right where you are at your fingertips. What if there was someone who was willing to learn to care for your child? Someone that you trusted, someone you could learn to trust. What if there was someone that would trade babysitting for you so that you could work, sleep, clean, exercise, What if there was someone out there that was willing to accept the pay that you could offer to get the support that you need? What if there is a program that works? What if you can get the help you need from your state? What if there is support right here, right now, where you are? What if you actually asked for help? And what if they said yes? Now, If you want to hang on to your previous thinking, you can do that. But I just want you to know that there is possibility out there. And you can access it if you're willing to give it airtime in your brain. 
and you're willing to look at the world from a lens of possibility, you might be surprised what you will find if you do. Now, this will take work. It'll take work to set it up, to find it, to get yourself to a place where you can access it, to get your child to a place where, it, where it's working for them. Maybe they have to grow and develop and stretch a little bit too. But our type of people, mamas like us, daddies like us, parents like us, we're not afraid of hard work. And how do I know that? Because you're caring for the child that you have. Because you're listening to this podcast because you're interested on how to thrive, on how to improve, on the possibilities of having the life that you want for you and your child. You understand hard work on a whole other level. And if you're aiming to give your child the best experience that they can have in this life, then the hard work and sometimes painstaking work is well worth it. And you can use that skill to build the support that you need to build the systems and the backup systems if you need them. So try to open your mind up to it. That's where it starts. Okay, that's not the end all be all, but it is where it starts. And it's crucial that you have a place to start from and to go back to when it doesn't work out the first time or the second time or the third time or the 20th time or the 50th time. It might take that long, but it will be well worth it if you can get the support you need so you can move to the next level. Now, I do want you to watch out because something I've noticed that comes to bite me in the butt is wearing my struggles as a mother with children with special needs as a badge of honor, as a way to be admired of, wow, you're doing so much, you're carrying such a heavy load, and you're doing all of this. Okay, but I can tell you from personal experience that that momentary dopamine hit of validation from other people does not last that benefit does not outweigh the cost of maintaining poor support for myself. And it starts with me supporting me so that I can then build systems that support me and my child and my family as a whole. All right, so here's what I want to offer you. When you have a moment, driving in the car, thinking, or if you can write it down or if you re can record it on your phone's audio app, ask yourself or think about the areas where you feel under-supported or where you would like to have more support. Maybe you're doing a, a fairly good job, but you would like more. Journal about those things. Write it down. Be like, okay, I want more in this area in this area. Now, choose the one that feels most possible a place where you could get it. Now, it could be something so simple, like I would like to drink more water because I have low energy or because I'm getting headaches constantly, so you want to drink more water. And this way, in this way, you can support yourself better. Okay? So what you want to do is journal some ideas as far as like, how could I support myself better in this? Or not even how, but 
a thought that helps you feel motivated to drink water more every day. So if the initial idea is I can't do this, I'm so busy, I just don't have time to stop and drink water for myself or, car or carrying around a water bottle is cumbersome, okay? So I mean that the cumbersome thing can be solved. You can find or test out different water bottles that you might like that could be easy to carry around, whether that's through a straw, through a flip top, through an open cup or anything like that. You can figure out something like that. That's more like mechanical, right? But when it comes down to thinking of it, it's like, oh, this doesn't do any good. It doesn't make a difference or things like that or where you feel like you just don't have the time. Challenge those thoughts with, but what if I'm wrong about that? What if I'm wrong that I don't have enough time? How much time, extra time does it really take to fill up my water bottle and, and carry it with me from room to room? What if I'm wrong that, that it won't make a difference? Okay, and then look for reasons as to why those thoughts might be true. And you'll be surprised at what you find. Then you're going to practice that thing. Like if you're in the gym doing repetitions of uh, curls, that's what this is with your brain. You're going to think those thoughts several times a day. And it has to be, again, remember, it has to be a thought that ignites an emotion of possibility or encouragement, something that motivates you to take action, affirmative action to drink more water. Okay. Now you can insert in this example, the thing that you want to do, but the process is going to be the same. Okay. I've used this process before and I can tell you the hardest part is doing the repetitions of thinking daily, of thinking of the possibility. Yes, I can do this. And these are the reasons why, because I've already done the work. Sometimes sitting down doing that initial work can be hard, but the trickier part is inserting those thoughts when the thoughts of I can't do it come up, inserting the I can do it thoughts. So you want to pay attention to that and practice it, right? If you need to write it on your phone, put it on a paper in your pocket, put it up on sticky notes around your house, whatever it is that works for you to remind yourself. Um, or you can do it through meditations if that's something you do. But the tricky part will be doing repetitions. But I promise if you take time to do that, you're going to see some shifts and it's going to become easier. It's going to become possible to start forming support systems in your life that help you. And start with you, okay? Start with you. If you're not feeling like you have enough support and you can't show up for your kids, you've got to back up and you got to start with you. All right. Okay. You got this. You got this. All right. Have a good week. I'll see you next week. And until then, take care. <laughs>